this is the part of the recording, Landon, when I accidentally uh, closed out Zoom. Uh, so for your for your archives later, this is the part where I close out Zoom. Yes, welcome! All right, welcome to Friend Game Podcast, a podcast where friends talk about games, video games, games of the video variety. Uh, my name is Landon. I'm here with Andrew. Hello. And Daniel. That's me. That's you. Um, hey, duders. Hey. What's wow. What's up, man? Nothing much. Um... It's been uh, like we're like things are really coming out. Like games are yeah. coming out. Borderlands Three just dropped, and it have did. You, have you been playing that much? You know, I have. I played. Um, uh, I played a lot with um, our our mutual friends for like the first few hours. So the thing about it is, like, the performance is pretty weird. Mm. Like how so. I'm playing on PS4 Pro, and I, the whole thing was I wanted to play on a Pro because I wanted it to be 60 frames per second. Um, and it's not. But also, it's, like, weird. It's, like, it, it's not consistent. So, mm. you know, sometimes it'll run fine, and then other times it doesn't. So they're working on a patch. So I've kind of held off of it. I mean, I played the first few hours, and uh, I've been holding off because... I want it to be patched so it'll run a little bit better, just a little bit smoother. You know, yeah. the thing about those games is when it, it's not like it's choppy. It's just it's so inconsistent that it's that you notice it. And for those for that kind of a game, it's not great. Yeah, it's pretty fast paced. You know, so like when the frames drop, you have a bad time, right? Yes, I think the shooting is better. That's good. Um, the you know Borderlands Two is a very old game. Right, it and is. got <laughs> re-released like eighteen times. Yeah. Uh, but if you haven't played it, then uh, you have many chances to play it. Yeah, but yeah the 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 shooting feels better. They've like updated how it feels. It moves a little faster. It's a little more responsive. So all that stuff is good. Um, but yeah, the frame the frame rate issues were kind of a kind of a bummer. But I'm sure they'll fix it. It'll you know. It'll end up in a in a decent place. What uh, um, character slash class did you go with? So when I started the game, I walked away and was getting a glass of water. Oh, and mm-hmm. then it it okay. auto picked for me. Oh, uh, Flack, which is the Beastmaster character, and so I've been playing the Beastmaster character uh, most of the time, and. That's been fine. It's he's he's cool. Uh, he's got a little pet, you know, that goes out and does dirty business for you, and uh, and that's been it's dirty been good. business also, or risky business. Both, both dirty okay. and risky. All right, uh, you know, it's like dirty business is inherently risky business. Right, risky business not always dirty. Wow. I wanted to know if the pet like put on a button up shirt and slid across the map. Um, <laughs> Daniel, I. I'm not exaggerating when I say this. If you were working as a writer at Gearbox, the game would be a thousand percent better. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. The one thing about it is like the, the writing is so 
bad. It really oh. is pretty bad. Oh, no. And it's just lazy. Like, that's all it is. It's just lazy. Like, you can oh. tell, like, they want to do a thing, but yeah. Well, they only had 15 years to make Borderlands 3, so. <laughs> Give them a break, Landon. Yeah. You're right. I'm sorry. And I don't want to say, I don't like saying negative stuff about games necessarily, because, I mean, there's plenty of that elsewhere. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, after I just spent the last you know, three and a half minutes talking about how the frame rate is terrible. Um, <laughs> You know, but yeah, the writing is. Yeah. I did see a screenshot of a joke from Borderlands Three that it seems like something that if I didn't write it and I was in the writers' room, I would have like had to leave from laughing too hard at something so dumb. <laughs> where and spoiler alert for a minor background joke in Borderlands Three. I don't know where in the game it takes place, but it's these two tubes on an industrial-looking wall. One of them is marked coolant and it's blue. And then the one above it is red, and it's marked heat int. Nice. And it's just that's so dumb. And yeah. someone got paid to write that joke, and they're that's my true. hero. Well, it's Gearbox, so we don't know they got paid. Shots fired. That's a heat int take right there. Thank you. Thank you. It's time for a word uh, from our sponsors. Gearbox. Oh, God oh no! Oh no! Not this. I really should have looked at the list. Um, <laughs> Uh, Andrew, have you been playing anything uh, lately? Uh, well, I've been playing two things. I've been, uh, same as always, I played a little bit of Overwatch and I got really upset because the the game breaks like every time they update something. So I don't want to talk about it too long, but basically like it's in a current state where somebody on your team or the other team will get kicked out. So it's five on six. And then there's they push some update where everyone in voice chat, if you hear somebody else's voice, they're specifically there to be an asshole. There's no in between. It's either silence <laughs> or some guy going like, "I'm not going to switch off Widowmaker because you know whatever." They'll call you names or whatever. So, so I'm just I'm I'm like this close to uninstalling the game. I'm I'm sort of done with it until they haven't you like been this close to uninstalling the game every single time we talk about it? every uh, time for our the two times at home. Uh, Andrew just held his fingers very close together. Just yeah, for a frame this, of reference. This close. close. That's how close. So moving on, I've been playing uh, <laughs> very little of that. I play, uh, And of course, Destiny. And I mentioned this like event last time we recorded. That ended up being a really dumb thing that they did. I think Bungie did this for some sort of back-end project where it was like they issued some challenge of like, go do these nightfalls on Mars and go do this other shit. Like, see how many times you can kill these two bosses. And there was no in-game barometer of how many times uh, the community had done it. So you had to yeah. go to this other – basically, they were tweeting out the results, and it was like, what are we really doing here? I think we were secretly testing something that they're doing later, but it wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to be. Um, I thought they would at least put it in your pursuits or something. Like yeah, or put something. a put us one quest in there that gives me something to track, like you said, pursuits. I just felt like – Wait a minute, is this the event? Am I, I'm just supposed to run these nightfalls and I get no like visual indicator? Yeah, I couldn't figure it out. You know, I was playing the game too and didn't see anything about it at all in game. So, oh, and they said if you kill, like, if your completions of the nightfall contribute to this big number, you get this like special emblem when the event is over. And I got in there, I did two of the nightfalls and got nothing. So, who knows? Weird. Um, and yeah, and then aside from that, when I'm out and about, I found this iOS game this week called The Birdcage. 
which despite oh. what it sounds like not based off of the movie oh nathan lane isn't in it <laughs> right. i would be not. more interested if it were actually a <laughs> licensed movie game from the bird, <laughs> the bird cage, cage. Uh, your husband's father is coming to town and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to escort a vaguely racist hank azaria yeah. To, uh, <laughs> yeah i mean yes obviously that's a better game but this game is like a puzzle game where you do all these specific things in a certain order to let a bird out of a cage Obviously, extremely simple because it's an iPhone game, but uh, I found myself kind of playing it when I, you know, had other things that I actually should have been doing. So I'm like, oh, maybe that's kind of a cool game. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm full throttle on the Destiny hype train. They released a, a new Vidoc today about the like future of Destiny beyond Shadowkeep, and they teased something. They're like, they said something about like season eight, which is coming out with Shadowkeep, is setting up a thing, and then season nine and se- ten. And they said something happens in season 11 that is going to be just like so special. They're like, you're going to want to be around for it. And I don't know, so many things in that Vidoc that I was just like, holy shit. Coming in season 11 of Destiny, content. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. boo, boo. Yeah. Do you wonder, like, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, I'm all for it. I'm all for them, like, hyping up whatever and, like, getting people involved and, in, like, all this new content yep. running, like, as well. And I like the season stuff. I think the season, like, like the battle pass essentially yes. you know that they i think that's cool like all that stuff is good but do you wonder in the back of your mind somewhere like maybe they're just like stringing you along they might just be like this is not a little carrot on a stick and well it's funny you mention that because i should know better because every single time like it's the same cycle this time last year i was hyped for forsaken we all got in played it for i don't know a couple of weeks and then it was like oh okay that was it so they kind of, I mean, they, they do have a tendency to do that, but I don't know. For some reason, I really want to, it's like an abusive relationship. I want to believe Destiny it's going to be better. Can't quit it. It's, I mean, it's, it feels so good to play. You've and, had such uh, good times with Destiny 2. It's true. I have. I have, Yeah, we've had good times. Um, yeah, I could talk for a whole two hours about different times and fun times, even with the three of us that I've had uh, on the game. But yes, like I am hyped. Perhaps uh, I shouldn't be, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. No, I think it's great. I, to be clear, I think it's awesome. And I, I, I like what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just that, you know, that thing where you learn things. Yes. And you're like, yes. Oh, I, <laughs> the I was brain. Yeah. The brain where you're like, Oh, I was right. expecting something cool. And then eh, it, it was cool, but not that cool. Well, I think, um, I think like, uh, hindsight is going to be powerful in about a year because we're going to be able to look back and see the true impact that them separating from Activision had. Because right. now that they're self-publishing and really Shadowkeep, I think probably a, a large part of Shadowkeep was probably developed under you know the Activision umbrella. So it's really going to be the stuff they do from here on out. Yeah. Um, so that's why I think like a year out we'll be able to look back and be like, oh holy shit, like this is so much better because you know of all this other stuff. Right. Cuz if you remember year 1 of Destiny 1, or I'm sorry, year 1 of Destiny 2, it, the whole game got nerfed into oblivion because they wanted all these new people, all these casuals to join, and then the fan base was like, "No, no, no, we liked grinding for stuff. We liked all this stuff being special and hard to get." Um and they just over the past year and a half, they've been adding that stuff back into the game, so. Yeah. Um anyway, I figure we'd do this kind of round robin style and go around with like a thing and yeah. So Daniel, you're next. All right. 
Well, our, nobody uh, else. Our loyal <laughs> listeners of last week will uh, remember that I had been playing Enter the Gungeon. Um, right. And I have all but completed Enter the Gungeon. In fact, it's at the point where I've gotten all of the achievements, but I haven't quite 100%ed it because there are some guns and items I've unlocked that just need to randomly drop for me to oh. complete it. So I kind of got frustrated grinding that and not unlocking anything left. So I moved to another difficult indie game. That's right. Daniel's difficult indie game of the week is <laughs> Spelunky. Um, oh, yeah. So uh, for those of you who don't know, Spelunky is a little bit like uh, sort of like an Indiana Jones pastiche. You're you're dropped into a randomly generated cave uh, and it's very, very easy to die, uh, which is fun because the characters are like uh, they're cute. You know, they don't match yeah. up with the how hard the game is. And like when you see when you fall on spikes, and oh, yeah. you see your little bloodied body slowly fall into the spike. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, this is they're cartoons, but they're dead. And you know, as a guy who likes difficult indie games, it's uh, it's hard. You know, I uh, Daniel, how did you manage to not play Spelunky all this time? I yeah. have played Spelunky. Uh, okay. I played Spelunky with a buddy of mine back in college, but it was like over at his place. So I don't have any progress on it and, um, haven't really played it since then. And back then I played it on uh, my PC on steam. Uh, I got pretty far back then, but now I am struggling to make it even to the second area, the jungle area. And, you know, as you progress through the game, the enemies get scarier and scarier. So it's like you get you get used to the first place. It's like, oh, okay, the occasional scorpion, giant spider. All right, now maybe I can deal with those. But then it's like, oh, here's a whole hive full of giant bees that chase you over the map. Yeah. So, you know, it's a game. I gotta <laughs> it's say, a game. Uh, in my honest opinion, folks, it's a game. <laughs> I love Spelunky. It's one of my favorite games maybe of all time, and I've put a lot of time into it over various platforms. There was a period where it like it justified the existence of the PlayStation Vita for me entirely. Mm, the Vita still remains game, yeah. like yeah, my Spelunky machine essentially. <laughs> Spelunky machine. Uh, that's so silly. It sounds it sounds terrible. Yeah. Um, uh, apart from that, uh, Risk of Rain Two just got an oh, update yeah. on Steam. Where uh, big fan of the first game, even though it's kind of hard to understand, and big fan of the second game, which is still in early access. And that came out on consoles as well. Oh, okay, that is news to me. Uh, but so I'm curious about it. What do you do? You, uh, I know it's a 3D, you know, yeah. Risk of Rain essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, what's the loop? Like, what are you what are you doing? Because I never played Risk of Rain either. Uh, you know, it's a lot like the first game where um, you're looking the each level. It's like you're exploring a pseudo open environment. Uh, it's usually, at least in Risk of Rain two. It's not super randomly generated. Like the actual map 
is going to be very similar between runs, but the location of everything is going to be swapped around, uh, and you defeat monsters to get money to open chests to get items to improve yourself, and eventually you have to find the, uh, there's like a big spawn location for a boss, and uh, you fight the boss, and once that's done, you gotta like control the area for a certain amount wiping out the rest of the enemies before moving on to the next level. So cool. It's pretty basic, uh, roguelike structure there, but risk of rain two is great, uh, because it fixes the multiplayer problem of the first one. And the first one you had to like exchange IP addresses or like <laughs> some really, Jesus. you had to like set up a host server and it, it wanted to make it easy for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you basically had to be a hacker in a 90s movie to play multiplayer <laughs> on the first Risk of Rain. But it's nice. much, much easier this time along, so that's good. I am interested in uh, playing it. Uh, I don't know where I want to play it, though. Mm-hmm. I can't. I don't have a PC. Um, so it'll either be probably PS4 or they put it on, on Switch, weirdly enough. Hmm. And it's supposed to perform okay. But I'll probably wait for more uh, impressions to come in as it, like, uh, grows. Yeah, you know? and, you know, with an early access game, it's y- yeah. you're not in a big rush to play it, you know? Yeah. Hey, um, Fortnite is still in early access, so let's uh, back yeah, it down. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. I played another couple of games that I just wanted to mention sort of briefly. Uh, I played Gears 5. Oh, Ooh. how's that? Very good. Did you get the Dave Bautista skin? I do not have the Dave ah, Bautista skin. No. What are you, are been, you even playing? You're right. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I'm going through the campaign. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's like way better than Gears 4, I think, in my opinion, because Gears 4 I kind of petered out on and I stopped at a certain place because I just didn't care to continue playing yeah. it, even though it was good. Um and Gears 5, it's immediately uh, pulling me through a little bit more. So I like it. It's very pretty. It might be one of the best-looking games I think I've ever played. Um, the, the lighting is incredible. Uh, it, it runs very well. But there's not a whole lot to say about it, honestly, because it's it's Gears of War. You know, mm-hmm. you kind of know what Gears of War is. Well, I was just going to ask you something similar to that. I have never played Gears of War, so I don't know what Gears of War is. I mean, I know it's over-the-shoulder, third-person, whatever. I've seen whatever. But how accessible do you think Gears 5 would be for somebody who's never played an entry in the series at all? I think very accessible. They do this thing at the beginning. There's a couple videos that give you uh, context to the world. Okay. And so, and those are very good. So that kind of gives you up, you know, runs you up to speed as far as the story goes. Not that story matters a whole lot in gears. I think the writing is very good in, in this gears, uh, but it's the conversation, you know, like it's yeah. the way that it's written, I think is good more, more than like, you know, you have to know it's not, it's not telling some groundbreaking story. Sure. Necessarily. Here's a gun, um, kill things. Right. The difference between this one and the other gears is that it, there are a couple places in the campaign that this opens up into an open world. And, there's no real reason for it to do that because there's not much to do in that open world. It's more like, hey, take this vehicle and go from mission to mission as opposed to those missions just being uh, laid out there sort of linearly or whatever. But 
it's good. It's gears. Um, and I like it. Cool. And you but, said there was another one or? Yeah. Uh, so I've also been playing. Um, this was one I slept on kind of. Uh-oh. But it's Control. Ah, oh, yeah. I heard about that. How is that? It's very good. So that's like it's a story game, right? Like, yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, so like heavy it's made rain. By the, yeah, it's made by the. Well, not. It's a third person action game, but okay. It's made by the people that made Alan Wake. Alan Wake, and, right? Uh, you know, Max Payne and right. stuff like that. Okay. They, they're the way they do story is like pretty crazy. Like, is they're they're their own thing, you know, mm-hmm. and. I really like the storytelling style. It's very cinematic. I mean, this is one of those games that, like, this is why I think this is why games don't have to be movies because yeah. there are certain things that games can do that that you know movies can't. And this is directed extremely well. Like, you oh. go into one area and the other, and it's just got a style to it that's that's cool. really cool. And there's shots. There's like actual like. Hey, these. This is like like you would see in a film. Like yeah. this is a really cool shot. And, wow! And they did that. Just the it's it's really good. And the gameplay the gameplay is really good too. It's like I said, third person action, and you have these powers that you get eventually. The story is bonkers. It it all has to do oh, wow. with the Federal Bureau of Control. Yeah, and like uh, you're in this place called the oldest house, which is a shape shifting environment that's like you know, sort of clandestine and right. uh, mysterious and ancient. And so it it appears, you know, it kind of touches on a lot of things like sci-fi and uh-huh. like horror and um, there's just so much stuff that's going on. I'm, I'm not very far into it, but mm-hmm. I'm really, really liking what I'm playing. And oh, that's awesome. It is just – I'm – it came out a few weeks ago and I was like, ah, I don't know if I need this right now. Right. But I picked it up and I was, I'm very glad that I did. Yeah, I saw people talking about it. I looked it up on PSN, saw that it was like fifty-ish dollars or whatever, maybe sixty. Right. Yeah, it's, it's a full price game. Yeah, yeah. And then so I was like, it looked to me like, oh, this will be on PS Plus. I don't know why I had that feeling. I was like, this. If will- not, it'll be on sale for sure. And yeah. I, I, I was like, that's kind of. I was holding out. I was like, man, I should just hold out because I think Control will be on sale at some point, certainly during the holiday season. Right. But because uh, those but games it- that are just like those self-contained experiences. You really can get them at any time and still have the same, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is, think, you know, it's nice. I think Daniel has, uh, he has lost, we can't hear you, I don't think. <laughs> I don't <see> <laughs> he, he's had enough of our shit. Uh, <laughs> we'll let him work that out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he'll come back. He'll come <laughs> back. They always come back. Okay. I think he left to change there his name. Go. There you go. There you go. No, I but accidentally he- closed out my video. And ah. uh, so, Landon, when you're editing this, you will hear the part of my recording where I'm like, this is the part where I accidentally closed the video. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm very excited for that. Yeah, yeah it'll be, be a great. real fun time. I played one other thing that I don't really need to talk about a whole lot. It's called Creature in the Well. It's an indie game. It came uh, out um, on, I think, everything. Does it, uh, turn out, does it turn out that the creature is a coin? Or no. Or a bucket? What? What? That's like a wishing well, I think Daniel was going <laughs> oh. on. Why, though? 
<laughs> I mean, I got it, but why? <laughs> All right, I'm going to close it's the on, window uh, again. Yeah, yeah, see you later. It's on Game Pass, so I, I played it through Game Pass, yeah. and I don't like it that much. People really like it, but it's not it's not really pushing my buttons. Yeah. So, uh, so it's not, you know, maybe it's nothing worth talking about, but... Um, but I think it's cool that it it got released to everything. And did I? I feel like I saw on stage at uh, had to be Gamescom. Do they have a premium level of Games Pass now? Well, so Game Pass is a little confusing. There's like Game Pass and there's Game Pass Ultimate. Okay, and that it, and, that may be what and I saw. There's also Game Pass for PC, and I think Game Pass Ultimate encompasses all oh, of those both. things. Okay, right. Yeah, that makes. But sense. But they run all these crazy deals where like you can you know, pay a dollar and upgrade all of your game pass to game pass ultimate for however long. Right. So they've been doing that for a while and that's what I did. So I'm, I'm paid up for a little while nice. with both, even though I don't have a PC because they've been doing for like gears, for example, mm-hmm. if you had game pass ultimate, you could play it a few days early or whatever ah. it was. Ooh, exclusive. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> All right, well, I think it's about time for everyone's favorite segment, Uh, You News, You Lose, uh, which I am going to force to be the official name of this segment. No need to force it. You have my consent. All right. Ooh, edgy. Um, So uh, did did you guys see the Nintendo Switch announcement for Ring Fit Adventure? Sure did. Yeah, I did. Uh, I want to talk about that. I don't have anything exactly that I want to discuss. I just want to get viewpoints from you guys here. Well, I one thing that I think, and they did this with the old uh, Wii balance the Wii board. Fit. The Wii Fit. I, yeah. They they do that stuff really well. I watched the video for the for the you know circle thing, and I was like, God Ring damn, Fit Adventure. Ring Fit Adventure, right? <laughs> Thank you. Watching watching the video for that, you're like, oh, I could easily see being tricked into exercising for like three hours, assuming that game is fun to play beyond the 20 seconds they show in the video. If it's just running along, catching rings, that might get old pretty quick. But you know, stuff like that where it's like you don't. Well, I'll give an example. I have PSVR and playing like Super Hot or playing mm-hmm. Beat Saber. You put that down after 20 minutes, and you're like, Jesus, because it's you know, it's a workout. Um, so I do like that sort of focus that Nintendo seems to have always had in those, in that realm of like, let's make some of these fat Americans a little bit less fat, you know? (laughs) So it's good. It could could Um, only be good for people. I just remember owning Wii Fit and playing it for about two weeks. And then the balance board began to perpetually gather dust underneath the shelf. Uh, Right. As with most peripherals. Yes. I was at Best Buy today. I, I had my still hands use on my the... Donkey Konga bongos all the time. <laughs> You're dumb. Uh, what uh, were yeah. you? What did you have your hands on uh, at Best Buy today? The uh, like <laughs> flight stick, the PS4 accessory, like for because uh, I have that. Uh, what's the game? Ace uh, Combat. That's the one. Ace Combat Seven. Mm. I like flight sims, and that's like yeah. the only one we have. And so I was like, oh, this could be. But then I was like, eighty bucks for something that I'm going to play. For maybe twenty minutes, realize it's not destiny, and then put it away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, I'm actually excited for Ring Fit Adventure. I liked Wii Fit a lot, and I played a lot of it. I actually got like 
one of the most winded I've ever been was playing Wii Fit. And like I, there was one that you had to like run in place for like 10 minutes or something. Wow. And I was like, oh, sure, no problem. I can do this, whatever. And by the end of the 10 minutes, I was gasping for air and like had to open the window and be like, ah, <laughs> ah like, you know, I was, yeah. I, it was awful. So I'm terribly he died in shape, but doing like, what he loved. Playing fit. <laughs> <laughs> But I really liked the cardio boxing with the balance board. Mm-hmm. That was that was actually like good. Mm-hmm. And I think Rig Fit Adventure will be cool. And I'm I have we actually have one of those rings. Like we have one of those here. So I I was familiar with that thing mm-hmm. uh beforehand. And it's cool that they it's like kind of a random thing that they made oh. a game like So that's like a standard workout thing. The, yeah, the I ring? think it's mainly for like yoga and okay. Pilates. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I like the fact that you have to strap a Joy-Con to your thigh, a la yeah. like a Lara Craft, a Lara Croft holster. Um, yeah. yeah. Did you? So the the I there was another show that I was listening to that was talking about this, but I thought about it as well. You need to if you have not seen this video. You need to go look at this video because when I was watching it, I thought it was like being played at like 1.8 times speed because uh-huh. the all the actors look insane. Oh, the like, uh, the Ring Fit Adventure like announcement trailer or the it wasn't the announcement trailer. It was the 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 trailer that they well maybe it was like but the it was demonstration? the demonstration. The demonstration video, yeah, the explanation. Like, yes, they have these actors that are like, I would like to exercise. Could you like to exercise? Like. It was wow. like they look like they're insane, and yeah, I don't know how they were directed. That the way. dude is holding a permanent smile through the entire thing, and it's, it's unnatural and yes. very creepy. It makes you feel, and I don't know if it made you guys. It made me feel like maybe <laughs> Ring Fit Adventure is some kind of like eldritch trap, you know? Like mm-hmm. this man advertising it was nothing more than a meat puppet. By some yeah. cosmic entity will – never mind. This isn't going anywhere. This bit doesn't happen. <laughs> I want you to exercise. I'm abandoning ship on this bit. And then, and then I will own you. Ringfit will control you. Landon, please. The bit's dead. Stop. Stop trying. Nope. I don't need your pity. Nope. I will resuscitate this bit. <laughs> Landon's uh, certified at bit CPR. So. Yes. That's right. That's one of my, one of my specialties. <laughs> I'm excited for Ringfit Adventure. I think it's cool. Um Daniel, anything else on the news you news you have to lose? News will lose. You news you lose. Thank you, Andrew. Um, <laughs> this is more Nintendo news, even though I do not own a Nintendo Switch. Um, you know, Banjo Kazooie just got added to Smash Brothers uh, at long, long last. I don't know if you two share the uh, the pure unadulterated love that I have for the Banjo Kazooie franchise. I like uh, Banjo Kazooie. Uh, my love is adulterated, but yes, okay. I understand what you're saying. <laughs> um, and I saw that they were announcing the new fighter that'll be in the next Fighters Past or Fighters Pass, whatever. And it is not someone I've ever heard of. Uh, it is Terry Bogard from Fatal Fury for right. all of the SNK fighting game fans. Um, and it's just kind of like, I don't know, for me especially being so hyped up for a game that I can't play, but uh, for Banjo-Kazooie being added. And then it's like, oh, hey, here's this dude who wears a hat. 
and yeah. punches yeah. things. I had a uh, similar, or I guess related to smash brothers. Um, so they, a few weeks ago, there was a rumor that there was going to be overwatch for the switch. And then they confirmed it about a week later. But then part of that was that tracer uh, character from overwatch was going to be added to smash brothers, which I don't think has been confirmed yet, but it would make sense with the timing of the game being released on switch. So that could be interesting too. That made me want, that would make me want to play smash brothers again to be terrible at tracer in a second game. And good. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could see, I, I don't know how likely that is, but I could definitely see tracer working as a smash brothers fighter. Like I see a potential move set or yeah. Move set for her. Well, they're adding, I mean, I, I, I'm not up on all of the games that Smash Brothers characters are coming from, but aren't they, they are adding games that aren't really necessarily fully Nintendo properties, aren't they? Like, oh, right. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. with the Fighters okay. Pass, uh, you're getting right. characters from Persona 5, uh, yeah. Fatal so Fury, it's plausible. Yeah. Yeah, they've been doing it for a long time. Snake was in, you know, Smash Brothers pretty early on, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. That'll be fun. I, I, you need to get a switch. Everybody needs to get a switch. I think like I, mean, I need to get money. It's <laughs> probably my favorite console right now. I mean, it's certainly the one that I play more than others. Yeah, mm-hmm. but especially now with uh, Super Nintendo games on the online service, like yes. right. It's and just they released that controller. Crazy. I I'm so happy that the that the developers have really you know embraced it and there's so many great games coming out for it instead of just another nintendo console where it's only like oh a mama's cooking challenge great hey, you know this will be fun for don't 10 seconds cooking mama sorry <laughs> um, i i think that there are games that i wouldn't play you know if yeah. i didn't have the opportunity to just like sit and play them either in bed or whatever it is divinity original sin 2 mm-hmm. uh, was right. released on the switch and that's a game that, yeah, it's lower fidelity on the Switch and yada yada, but I'm not going to sit either at my computer or at my consoles and play that kind of a game because it's very long. It's just, and it's one of those games that I think, you know, those, that kind of a game, the overhead, like sort of CRPG type game, wants you to be close to the screen. Yeah. And right. so, so the Switch is great for that. And I can do it wherever, you know, I can, I can play it wherever I want. And yeah. it actually runs fine. It Divinity runs 2 gets high points from me because you can talk to animals if you spend yes. a perk on that. And <laughs> if you want to, you can play as a lizard skeleton. So, <laughs> you know, high points from Daniel, let me just say. <laughs> it ticks all the boxes for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On the Switch train, I'm really. I actually looked for it today because I wasn't sure of the release date. But there's a new Zelda game that's a remaster of a classic one. Exactly from from an era of Nintendo hardware that I didn't own. So it's exciting for me as a you know 37 year old man child to be able to buy a game that was supposed to have been a formidable game for me back then, or formative rather, uh, and uh, play it now in a remastered version. It looks really cool. But yeah, I never played the original, so yeah, I'm the excited. art style on that looks really, uh, really fun, really polished, it does. And cute. So yeah, I'm excited for that as well. I played. I I have not. I have also not played Link's Awakening to completion. I started it. I think once on the 3ds, maybe when it was out, like as a you know, you could buy Game Boy games on mm-hmm. that thing. Um, so I did that, 
but I did not play it all the way through, and I don't think I, I don't think I went very far with it either. Here's my so. shameful gaming confession. Of shameful of gaming confession. Yes. Shame, shame, um, shame. I have never once finished a Legend of Zelda game. And it's not for lack of trying. Uh, when I was growing up, when I was growing up, the thing was my older brother would, you know, if it was a single player game, he was bigger than me. So he would mainly play and I would watch. And then when it was my turn to play, I was doing the dungeons I had just watched him do. And it's like, well, this isn't very fun. I already know where everything is. So I just never really got to uh, play one all the way through. I think the closest I came was the Minish Cap, which was a weird (laughs) Game Boy Advance one where you had a talking bird hat that shrunk you. Yeah, I think that was a Capcom developed. Uh, I think so. Zelda game. Well, I'll so. piggyback on your shame. I've also only ever completed the first one, like the original, as a child. But again, I think I would argue that, like, I still, I still consider that series to be my all-time favorite because I just my earliest gaming memories are tied to playing it with my older brother, and you know, the whole. I got to a point where though I thought, oh, I'm not going to beat it, and my brother had just come from school, and I was like, John. John, I'm at the I'm at Ganon. You got to beat Ganon for me. And he tried, and he died. And so I had to start back at the beginning. And that was my that was my introduction to my heroes being flawed. But um, <laughs> but um, yeah, like I I was just thinking as you were talking, like I also have not finished any other one, but I still, you know, I went on vacation this summer and played a lot of Breath of the Wild and gorgeous game. I don't know if I'll ever finish it. I mean, it's a huge game, mm-hmm. but I don't know if the point is, you know, I, I feel like I could dive into that game at any point and just have fun and never yeah. really feel like I have to finish it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't finish breath of the wild and kind of on purpose. Like I, I held off and then the DLC came out and you have to, you go through this DLC and you finish basically the content of the DLC and you get like a motorcycle and right. I yes. wanted I wanted that motorcycle yeah. before I finished the game. Okay, so, so hold on. You're not joking right now. Yes. No, uh-uh. oh, wow. I've seen video of it. Yeah, you get a motorcycle. I'm going to I'm going to go leave and buy a Nintendo Switch right I'm now. I'm telling you. And I well, okay, so the Switch Lite comes out like this I, week or Yeah, I was looking at the Switch Lite. I might see what happens if there's any kind of a deal for black friday on switch lights even though they're new i'm telling you, you but correct me if i'm wrong switch is the switch light not dockable to a tv i don't think that's it is. correct it's okay. only handheld it's only yeah. handheld I, I don't know man i would spring for a full switch that's yeah you know, i'm kind of with you like because i do play the switch on the television me too a fair amount it's about 50 50 for me for handheld and and docked but that switch light is really cool looking i like the i like the smaller form factor yeah i'm definitely like i might i mean when i when i can i want to get one for my kids just because when i traveled and i had my switch and the ipad it was just constantly monopolized and that was the week that the news came out about the switch light and i was like fuck it i'm gonna buy you each a switch light so you can (laughs) we can all play something but uh the um mm, i don't remember i was gonna say (laughs) my brain turned (laughs) off (laughs) i do i oh that's what it was the pro controller the the fucking Nintendo Switch Pro controller is one of the most comfortable, well put together controllers I think I've ever touched, and I can't fathom using it and also like staring at that tiny little screen 
from, yeah. you know, a distance of further than three inches from my face. So that's why I say dockable is the way to go. If you, if you can, if you're on the go, obviously play it with the, you know. I do like the switch pro controller. I have a eight bit dough, uh, whatever the SNES 30 pro or whatever it's, what are it you looks saying? Like it, I don't know. I don't even know. Eight um, bit dough. I, Sorry, eight bit dough is a company that makes uh, kind of retro inspired controllers. Okay, for Bluetooth and things like that, and so they have one that's a Super Nintendo shaped controller, but it has analog sticks, mm. and it also has two shoulder buttons on the back. So, so it has all the functionality that you need for any game on the Switch, for example. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, and it's it's pretty good. Although I do have a, I have a Pro controller also, but I've been playing the Super Nintendo games. On the Switch with this 8-bit dough controller, and it's been, mwah, it's been beautiful. <laughs> Just awesome. gonna let that sit for a second. It's been beautiful. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, lots going on for the Switch. I mean, you got another Animal Crossing coming out for everyone who likes camping and farming and whatnot. Well, love it. Love all those things. What do you think about this uh, Last of Us 2 event that's coming up at the end of the year? I don't know. Anything about it? So, wait, is that that's end of the month, right? Is that not that's not the I end of the year, right? I think it's it's like end of this month, did you say? That's I what it, I maybe I'm wrong. I thought it was in November, but I could oh, also Oh, you be, could be right. I could. There's a <laughs> there is a chance, but not very large. But there are, <laughs> there were some people like ruminating. I did the dumbest thing on Reddit. I subscribed to the PS5 subreddit, and I had to unsubscribe because literally every post was like, "Why aren't the PS1 through 3 games going to be compatible with the PS5?" And every response is like, literally. No information has come out. You need to stop posting. Like everyone's like, "Oh, I would really like this feature on the PS5." It's like, well, fucking wait for some news about it, then, bitch. It's weird that gaming people on the internet were impatient and made <laughs> stuff up and then got mad about the making stuff up thing. I know that doesn't sound I don't know. like gaming people on the internet at all. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, this uh, this event, this Last of Us Two media event, is on September twenty fourth. Oh, okay. Wow, that's, that's like next week. Days. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there were some folk that were, you know, considering that game to be potentially a PS5 launch title, but it could also be as early as the spring. I mean, who knows? Did y'all like The Last of Us? Did you play The Last of Us? I never got very far in it. Once again, shameful gaming confession, I am awful at stealth games. (laughs) I think they Once again, supporting Daniel, I'm still only halfway through. I didn't start playing it until the remaster came out. Mm -hmm. Um, Same. It came with my PlayStation 4. Right. In a bundle. But, you know, I'm bad at stealth games. I think they're restrictive uh, generally where it's like, hey, you got to do it in this one way. Or it's not going to work. And, you know, Last of Us doesn't seem like it's like that. It looks like there's a bit more options there. And with how, how highly reviewed it is consistently, I like to believe that's the case. But it's just like, damn, I have tried this same thing. And I'm not very far into the game. Tried the same level like 12 times in a row and just couldn't do it. And it's like, yeah. you know what? This game's not for me. And I'm probably going to go revisit it, much like I did with like Enter yeah. the Gungeon and Spelunky, where it's like I just thought like back. I'm sorry to cut you off. I, I had this thought like a week ago, like 
I do need to go back and play it. And I, and I was just thinking like, Oh, I, I'm just going to change the difficulty to the like easiest fucking mm-hmm. play it through like a movie setting so that I could just experience the story. Cause that's one of those games that I hear people vaguely referencing the ending and I'm like, Oh no, no, no spoiler, <laughs> but it's like a five-year-old game at this yeah. point. So what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like and this is my gaming, uh, not shame, but gaming hot take. This is coming straight from my heatant, uh, valves. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Um, it's <laughs> you don't like you don't like it. I don't like The Last of Us. I never liked it. I like it. I think it's I think it's put together well. I think it's well made. Yeah. But as a game, as actual as an actual game, I don't think it's very good. And it's for the reasons that you said, Daniel. Like they have they teach you to do things, and then they have these sequences where there's enemies that have one hit kills, one shot kills essentially, mm-hmm. and. And if you mess up in any sort of way, if you try to do anything a little bit different off of what the path is, then you fail. It's a failure state. And I got really frustrated. I played the game and I finished it. Um, so, but there was there were those moments, those sequences where there were those kind of one shot kill enemies. They really mm-hmm. messed with the flow of the game for me. And I don't that. Maybe that hurt the narrative for me too because I don't really feel like the story was like all that groundbreaking necessarily. Like, and the ending, yeah, uh, no spoilers here, but la, la, didn't la. like. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, like, I did, you know, it wasn't, it didn't resonate with me. Right. So, uh, again, I think it's a well made game. I think it's beautiful. It's beautifully acted. Um, if, as, if we're talking about like performances in games, there's, you know, very few that you could point to that are better, but and I the will, actual, but the actual content and the story itself, I don't know. It wasn't for me. Yeah. I applaud your consistency because I think it was the end of 2013 when the game actually came out. And I remember being in the lobby of a comedy club and I had just been plugged into the hype surrounding the game, but I didn't have a PlayStation at the time. So I was just like living vicariously. And I was like, excited like hey you played the last of us and you're like yeah yeah, it's whatever you know you did you weren't not hot on it and you know six years later good old consistent that's him folks that's me full of consistency (laughs) he hated it then and he hates it now i don't like things i don't like liking things forget it uh uh, all right. Um, what else? Is there anything else going on that we want to like chat about? Uh, I guess not. Nope. <laughs> what are you guys looking forward to in the next week or two? I mean, I'm we talk s- about Zelda. Zelda is a thing. I'm yes. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to fight myself to not buy Zelda on the 20th, but I probably will because I just want to. It Same. looks it looks fucking cute, and my kids are going to like it, and I just want to experience that game. Um, Iron Banner's up this week in Destiny, so I'll be doing a lot of that, trying to get some of those pinnacle weapons that I missed. Hot dog. Hot dog. Can you imagine it? I'm talking about Destiny again. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> uh, that's kind of it, man. I'm just sort of running out the clock on September. I'm ready for Shadowkeep. Yeah. That's October 2nd, right? First. First? First. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, it's one of those things, like, the, the reset for the servers is, like, 4 a.m. on Tuesday, but is the game going to launch on midnight or like 11 p.m. or midnight on Monday like it normally would if it was a new IP? Or is it going to 
launch at reset or, you know, right. Cause reset is 10 AM Pacific. Isn't that right? Or something uh, it's like that. 4 AM central. So it'd be 2 AM your time. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, it's the middle of the night. So yeah, I can't imagine they would turn on the shadow keep servers at that time, but maybe they'll, there's one, one of the expansions they didn't turn on till noon of launch day. Like <laughs> somebody I, just slept in. I mean, <laughs> it's just that I never know. Somebody on the internet probably knows, but I haven't like dug into exactly what time I'm going to be able to play the new shit. Yeah. But looking forward to it. I took the week off of work because of course I did. I'm like, why nice. wouldn't? <laughs> so anyway, Daniel, anything you got, uh, on the horizon? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Going to leave it at that. Nope. <laughs> I will spit water all over the place. That's that pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> all right, good. Landon, good deal. your turn. All right, you. God. Uh, kind of same for me. I, I don't think so. Like, there's. Can you I'm rephrase waiting. that into a single syllable? Nope. Um, is is anyone? I know we all just said nothing's coming up, but is it? I have a couple of friends bothering me about Call of Duty. Is anyone interested in the new Call oh, of Duty? Oh, I, I played the beta, and okay. I liked it. Okay. Um, so I, I heard I only, that you can go in every building. I, I don't know about that. Somebody said, like, somebody said like the, the battle really changes because you have to get used to the fact that like when you're going down a lane and you see an open door, you can actually go in the buildings, whereas previously you couldn't. So like yeah, maybe maybe it's a lot more. Open. I did see I a know. post I'm, about that where like someone was complaining about all the vantage points you would have to be aware of, and like right, there's a screenshot where they were in the middle of the street in a little city, and they had taken a red circle around like all of the windows and doorways and whatnot, mm-hmm. and everyone just oh, yeah. responded with like, probably don't stand in the middle of the street uh, <laughs> as gamers are yeah. wont to do. So right, I enjoyed the beta. I played it only a couple of hours, uh-huh. and of course it's a beta, so you sure. know, whatever. And there's the only uh, like maybe two maps or something. If if there were more, I didn't see them, and I didn't necessarily notice the whole go into any building thing. But I'm okay. I did open a few doors, so I'm sure that was there. But I didn't necessarily have a problem. You know, I'm not some uh, hotshot MLG gamer, but what? I know, I know. <laughs> Come on, but I thought it felt really good. I liked, yeah. uh, I liked the time to kill. To use yeah. a hotshot MLG gaming term, yeah, TTK. <laughs> uh, I thought, I thought that felt pretty good, and the weapons yeah. felt like weighty, and okay. yeah, I, I enjoyed it. So I am looking forward to it. I will definitely uh, buy it. I don't know where it's got crossplay, which is oh, cool. Play, interesting. Yeah. So, and they're, they're it's kind of neat how they're separating it. They're doing it by input. So, like, if you're on controller, ah, those people will play together, and if you're on mouse and keyboard, those people can play together. That's helpful. And mouse and keyboard is supported on both uh, Xbox One and PS4 as well. So, uh, so that's kind of neat. Uh, I won't. I'm not going to play mouse and keyboard. So precision sniping. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I'm excited. Yeah. It was. It felt good. I think that's there's cool. a beta. I think there's an open beta for everybody like this weekend maybe oh i may check that out i uh yeah i i don't know man it's it looks they they put out a hype video with enter sandman and i was just like (laughs) i'm fucking sold like it's that's all it took yeah i mean i was just like okay yes here's my 60 dollars uh but then i saw like a week ago and maybe it was during the beta window somebody did some sort of data mining or saw some sort of 
section of the game they weren't supposed to see, and there was a thing about loot drops, and so there was a whole backlash that because there wasn't supposed to be the that system anymore with like loot uh, boxes, yeah. like the, but uh-huh. then but then it is in the game, so that kind of pissed me off and got me back on the train of like ah, I'm not gonna like who am I kidding? I'll still be playing Shadowkeep at that time. Like I'm not gonna fuck around with it, but. I don't know if a bunch of my friends got it, who knows? I think it's the same every year, right? It's like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to play it. Right. Blah, blah, blah. That's how I was for Black Ops 4 also. Right. And I still ended up buying it because Blackout yeah. got good reviews. And I liked it. I played yeah. it and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed um, all three games of Blackout I played for $60. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I played it three fucking times. Yeah, I didn't play it very much either. I, I'm yeah. just... So. I'm not good enough at call of duty to buy call of duty and it's this uh vicious well, cycle with that attitude yeah. yeah well that's the attitude i have fucking noob um, yeah get good um get good i Go through the street the, the last call of duty game that i think i owned was call of duty 2 call um, of duty revolutionary war yeah <laughs> <laughs> call of duty uh, Persia? I don't know. Um, uh-huh. Yep. But, um, so I'm going to stop drinking when you're talking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's just like it. they are way too fast-paced for me now, and I can't register what's they going are. on. And everyone I'm playing against is like 10 years younger, but they've been playing the game for 30 more years than me. Uh <laughs> So it's just I oh. I don't stand a chance. I apologize to everyone listening to this because they won't understand this. But Daniel, is there a can of Ready Whip on your shelf behind you? No, that's a canned air, isn't it? Oh, that is a uh, dust. That is a duster. Okay, no, that's a <laughs> can like- of dust. It looks like Ready Whip. <laughs> he thought it was whipped cream. Okay, what a dick. now what if it was? <laughs> Oh, what's the problem with the little whipped cream in the bedroom, you know? There's no problem. No problem at all. There's no judgment here. This is a safe space. Sometimes you just can't Uh, sleep until you get a mouthful of whipped cream. Uh, Episode title. All right, great. That's right. Uh, Well, thanks, everybody, for uh, being here. Um, We still, like, so this is our second episode. Wow. So if you're... If you're listening, you're hitting on the ground floor, but we have like social media stuff that we haven't done anything with yet. Because yeah, we got there some has- big plans for this podcast. Oh, big plans. Some big plans. Huge. Big plans. <laughs> We're doing a big live episode at TwitchCon. Uh, <laughs> we'll be, it's important to note, we will be in the parking lot inside of a car and. <laughs> yeah. Still, we're doing a live episode of TwitchCon, but. The air conditioning yeah, will be broken. Um. <laughs> yep, that's right. Murder van. Look for the murder van uh, out front. It'll be good. <laughs> we'll see y'all next time, I guess. I yeah. guess so. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely see uh, you guys and more next time on Friend Game. Podcast. <laughs> Guardian down. 